Nicole Strickland. I have been fascinated with the unknown and paranormal realms since childhood. After a profound experience with my grandmother's spirit 20 years ago, I have been on a quest to observe, study, investigate, and communicate with the afterlife and beyond. It's been an ongoing journey of exploration and discovery, one that has taught me how mortality and the spirit world are forever bonded through the veils of time. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Afterlife Chronicles and Beyond on this fabulous Thursday, July 29th. It's Oh my gosh, Halloween's almost here. I can't wait. Two more months. Yay! Anyways, I'm your host, Nicole Strickland, right? I mean, duh, it's not like an alien's doing my show, right? Maybe so. Anyways, I'm in a giddy mood tonight. But anyways, uh, you're watching on WLTKDB.com. And of course, the good news is that the shows now, uh, WLTKDB shows, are all broadcasting simultaneously on uh Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, as well as uh, on the site as well. So that's fabulous. StreamYard is wonderful. So thanks for those who are tuning in. Uh, Hello, Russ. Nice to see you. Uh, So before I introduce uh, tonight's guest, I've had her on my show before, so I'm really delighted to have her. I thought that I would share this interesting story. So it really has nothing to do with tonight's Uh, episode per se, but uh, I I thought it was interesting. So in San Diego right now, being that it's summer and it's really hot out, it's rattlesnake season. So I live in an area called Tierra Santa, which is pretty much central San Diego. Uh, You know, it's a hilly sort of area, um, lots of canyons, uh, areas like that. So I was actually running the other day just in my neighborhood, and I happened to see uh, on the side of the curb, this baby rattlesnake, and there was actually a car parked right on the curb. So if someone would get in that car on the passenger side, they obviously could risk the chance of getting bitten. So I decided to go uh, to the house uh, right near where that car was parked. I just had a hunch that that's probably who lived there. So I knocked on the door and this nice gentleman answered. I said, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to bother you, but uh, is that your car out there? And he said, yes. And I said, well, I was just running by and I noticed that there's a baby rattlesnake in the curb or, or next to the curb. I'm like, do you want to come see? And he's like, what, a rattlesnake? He came out and looked and uh, lo and behold, yeah, baby rattlesnake. So I don't know exactly what he did with it. I think he, it looked like it was dead, but sometimes, you know, they play dead. So we weren't sure. So I'm pretty sure he moved it and brought it to uh, the nearby canyon. But I thought I was thinking, because I stood there for a while, I said, you know, should I let them know or should I just keep running. And I thought to myself, you know, if this were me and the tables were turned, I would want someone to know. So, you know, maybe it's a little possible that I helped prevent an injury or even someone from from dying from that. So it was pretty, pretty scary. So I thought I'd share that. I know it has nothing to do with the show, but it's kind of one of those weird stories. So uh, let's bring in tonight's guest. I'm so honored to have her back again. Christina Bloom, a spiritual advisor and a psychic medium, the author of now two books, and we're going to discuss that. So Christina, nice to see you. How are you? I am fabulous. It's nice to see you again, too. I've been looking forward to this. I know. I'm trying to remember. When was it? Was it back in uh, January or February when we last think so. did a I show? Think so. I, I don't remember. Yeah. the. It's been a while. It's been a long time. You've been yeah. busy. I have. <laughs> yeah, I it's have, amazing. Indeed, yes. Oh, my gosh. And then. So have you. You have. Well, I try. I mean, I try. You know, I mean, it's nice <laughs> to have, like, downtime and all of that. But uh, I, I just heard that you have a brand new radio show coming out on the WLTKDB network. Oh my God. I'm so excited. (laughs) Yeah. It happened like like an hour ago. So (laughs) it's like, yeah. (laughs) Oh, really? Really new. Really new. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. (laughs) Oh, congratulations. We're so happy to have you. you. So you come on, I believe in uh, September, right? September. Yeah. 
September. Do you know what date yet, or you're still working uh, on it? No, out? we don't have a date yet. We don't even have a title for the show yet. There are some options floating around that you know just haven't quite decided yet which one I want to go with, or or which one. Yeah, I know it takes a while. It takes a while. Yeah, and I'd rather yes, yes, take the time um, and do it right than to rush in and you know mess something up yeah. or not do it as well as I'd like to. So. We talked about that earlier today. Exactly. If you're, yeah. <laughs> if you're going to do it, do it right, you know? Oh, my gosh. Exactly. I, I sometimes, like, put way too much pressure on myself, you know? It's just it's weird like that. But I, I remember I made a list of just all kinds of possible names. And then as the days went on, I, that list narrowed. And then I decided, okay, let's go with the Afterlife Chronicles. So I think it'll come. Yeah. It'll just it one will. day say, you'll say to yourself, yep, that's the title. So it will. Yeah. yeah so I, congratulations you know, on that. And thank you. Thank you. I am really excited. I know when you will. You absolutely. Know, you so this, you have to propose what your show is going to be about. And I just rambled on to like several different categories. I'm like, well, maybe we should talk about this. <laughs> it's just so much. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it is. I know. And then I, I remember writing like the synopsis of my show and I'm, I'm even thinking now I'm like, maybe I should like rethink it and rewrite it. I don't know, whatever. But uh, yeah, no, it's right. great news. I mean, it's going to be a fantastic addition to the family. So welcome aboard. But you. uh, your new book is out. And I that's, oh, yeah, the cover is amazing. So let's start off with that. Why don't you tell us a little bit about sure. your new book? Because it's absolutely well, beautiful. Here is my new book. The Wisdom for the Age of Ascension. And it is 58 individual like meditation points. So 158, sorry. So like, each page has its own, there we go, like meditation thing. So um, it's it's a book that you don't wouldn't necessarily sit down and read cover to cover, but you, you know, some people pick it up every day and just randomly open to a page to whatever page they feel drawn to that, you know, the message will get to them today. So it, it's like that. That's fantastic. Um, yep. I'm going to do a little bit of bragging. Um, <laughs> the the, the handsome young man goodness, on the cover is it. my son. This is your show. <laughs> and um, the, the photo was oh, uh, taken by the art director for the publishing company that I'm co-owner of. So, um, you know, I got my fingers in a lot of pies right now. And of course, you know, I just couldn't resist. And I added one more pie. <laughs> to the, to the oh, there you go. Why not? Pie is good. <laughs> pie not? is good. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, yeah. And so was, I forgot to mention at the beginning of the Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, like, I forgot to mention at the beginning of the show, too, that you are gracious enough to be offering a free book giveaway. So uh, we'll do that at the end of the show to one lucky winner. That's fantastic. So so go right ahead. I totally interrupted you, but <clears throat> that's OK. I interrupted you. Um, mm -hmm. the, the book is, it came about, it's actually kind of a rewrite of another book I did years and years and years ago. Um but more, a lot more added to it. I kind of doubled the size of it. And it's when I, when I meditate, I sit down with a notepad and when I'm done meditating, I take notes or I automatic write while I'm meditating. And that's what all of these are. That's what every single page is. So, so what, what would you say, what audience is it specifically geared to, or is it pretty much geared to all ages, anyone who, may find some healing with it. Right. I would say teenage and older. Okay. You no, know, um, there, there's a lot of, I've gotten a lot of positive feedback from women who are my, around my age in their fifties, you know, who have read it and just went, Oh, this brings me so much peace. Would you like an example of what it is? Because yeah, let's do that. Let's give a couple of examples that way. Okay. Cause I was looking at it earlier on Amazon and there's just a lot of valuable information. So uh, let's give a couple of examples of it, whatever okay. you want. Pick a number between two and 158. Two and 158. Oh my gosh. Let's do uh, any number. Let's any do, number. let's do 151. 151. All right. So page 151. 
As above, so below. As without, so within. When I expand my consciousness to all of existence, physical and etheric, my desires are amplified to all of existence. The expansiveness of my spirit knows no boundaries. The essence of my highest being reaches everywhere. I am one. There is no separation from divine wisdom nor from divine practical action in the mundane, in the mundane world. All is one. Divine wisdom and earthly action are one within me. I am grateful. Wow. Oh, oh my goodness. And it almost, it seems, now I almost get why you're asking, you asked me to pick a number. Because whatever, what I'm gleaning is that whatever number you pick, that writing is going to correlate to that. So it's almost like there's some, I guess, synchronicity with that. Would that make sense? Yes. yes. That's, oh my, so how long did it take you to write this? I mean, because this, I mean, writing this, it had to have come, you know, naturally and I would imagine at certain times right well it I it it's a collection of over years in fact when when I was putting it all together um, there's very little that I actually wrote recently that went in it because I just have notebooks everywhere with little things that I've written down and I was instructed by my spirit guides to put it in first person so that say when you're reading it you're reading it to yourself and you're, and you're making I statements. So you're bringing it into yourself. Um, I just went through all these different notebooks and just, and compiled writings that I'd already done. And I added a few new ones, um, but I'm still doing the writing. And this got written in and amongst other books that I've been writing, that I'm still writing. Uh, the other one that I published last year, the Intuitive You book that I published last year, uh, which I also have sitting on the desk in front of me. So it, it took, um, I'm going to say it took a long time to write, but it wasn't necessarily because I intended to write a book. Right. That makes so, sense. It's like it all just fell in place in due time right. and when it was supposed to. So amazing. This is absolutely amazing. Let's do another. I'm just curious. Let's do another example. So I'm going to okay. pick, do you mind if I, let's say, or, um, Let's do maybe like, oh gosh, uh, 48, for example. I don't know why I'm thinking 48. Well, because you probably need to hear what's on 48. That's right. I'm sure I do. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. All right. Absorb this one in, <laughs> Nicole. Absorb yeah. this one in. <laughs> I am God's divine light on earth. Whoever and whatever surrounds me is illuminated by the light of divinity. Divine wisdom flows through me as I stand centered and balanced in the spirit of my creator. Love, the divine source of power in the universe, is my essence, blessing all who come into contact with me. I am a channel through which all good things flow from spirit into matter. In this way, I create, I create abundance in all things. I am grateful to be a channel for divine love. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Beautiful. Very intense and very beautiful. Yeah. You know, it almost goes to show, and it's a reminder that um, all of us, you know, the collective consciousness aspect, we are all one. Uh, you know, our soul's purpose, uh, getting in touch with our true essence and our soul, uh, are getting in touch with our soul's contract, all of that. And so right. this book almost allows you to explore that more and get more in touch of who you are and what your purpose is, which is wonderful. We definitely need more of that, especially nowadays with all the challenges. I know Sherry said that she would love to read it. And um, she said that her 25-year-old uh, son has uh, introduced her to meditation as well. So I can't wait to get my hands on this and have it on my bookshelf as well. So congratulations. Uh, very lucky to who gets the who gets the book later on, which we'll do later on in, in the show. But you also wrote too, I wanted to ask you about the contemplative truth, right? Channeled messages of the divine collective Bartholomew. Yeah. What elaborate on that and, and, and what, what that's about and maybe how that 
I guess, ties in with, with all of your books. Okay, well, that one I wrote in 2008, and this is actually almost like volume two of okay. that book. Yeah. yeah. Um, and some of what was in that book got transferred to this book as well. But um, that was way back when I first started channeling. And I, I did not intend to start channeling. <laughs> it just happened. And, it just happened. Uh, it just happened. Yeah, it was during a women's abundance group meeting, thank goodness, in my own home, because there was no way I could have driven after that experience. But uh, I, I was trying to get a point across and I wasn't explaining it just right. And I could feel, you know, some spirit like right here going, come on, just let me talk. And I just kept resisting. And all of a sudden it just took over. And 45 minutes later, I opened my eyes to a room full of women going with their mouths hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what had happened, um, but they were kind enough to take notes so that I could at least get some clue as to what happened. And that was the beginning of my channeling career was that. And um, I, I, I knew that the name was Bartholomew because someone had the presence of mind to ask who's talking. Okay. <laughs> Bartholomew. So th that was the first book that Bartholomew and I wrote together. And um, that's absolutely amazing. Yeah. And so I'm wondering, this um, is from that. So it's all, so it's, it flows on into the next book, which is amazing. Right. I'm wondering, you know, you, you just started channeling at that point in your life do you have any inclination as why then as opposed as opposed to maybe earlier or later was there something significant maybe uh, going on that just made you or allowed you to be more in tune to channeling at that point do you think um I think it was frustration on the part of spirit <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. I wasn't getting the point across and they were getting frustrated with me. Um, and it was really interesting at that time because I could feel it like tapping me on the shoulder going, come on, just, and I was saying what I thought I was hearing, it wasn't working. So I think that's why it, it wasn't mm -hmm. so much about me, but it was about the message that the, the other ladies in the room needed to hear. That makes sense. I'm yeah. wondering, you know, for, for someone that I guess has, well, let's put it this way, that has channeled, but really doesn't know that he or she is channeling. What are what are some of your recommendations to allow someone to actually know, oh, my goodness, I'm actually channeling right now, as opposed to it being something else? I guess it's different for everyone, I would think. It is kind of different for everyone. Um, it kind of happens in a way where most people, I was unconscious during that particular channeling where I don't have any recollection of what happened. That's not how it works for me anymore. Um, I, I, I had to put my foot down and go, you, you can't just take over my body, kick me out and not let me know what's happening. You know, that's not right. okay. So, right. you know, I had to negotiate with, with the universe and come up with a contract. Um, so while I'm channeling now, I'm aware of it. I just don't remember a lot of it afterwards. I don't know why necessarily. And I've heard other people who channel say the same thing. Um, one of the things that can clue you into that you're channeling is that something really amazing is coming out of your mouth. And in the back of your head, you're going, I have no idea where this is coming from, but it's just okay. coming out. Like something is channeling through and bringing it through. That can also happen after you've downloaded information too, where... Do you that makes it? sense. Yeah. 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 Where it just, you know, when, when you need the information, when somebody else needs the information, then it comes through. Usually. That makes sense. Absolutely. But, you know, if, if you're, if you're channeling and something comes through that almost sounds or seems foreign to you, Mm -hmm. And it's, it's almost like, you know, it's hard, it's hard to really put in words, but I guess it's almost like an all knowing, you just know that this is coming from someone else as opposed to your own. Right. right. So, I mean, you can channel all kinds of different energies and I know you work with light beings and angels and, and of course the spirits of loved ones. What are some of the similarities and differences when you channel, you know, let's say you're working with a light being, and then let's say you channel maybe the spirit of a loved one. Do they come in differently in different ways for you? Or is it pretty much similar across the board, if that makes sense? Um, 
I'm going to say with the higher energy beings, the higher light beings, it is definitely a different energy. It's a much, I don't like the words higher and lower because that, that's kind of a judgment thing, but it is a much more intense frequency. And it's, it takes me longer to kind of get back in my body, kind of, I, I guess. Right. Usually when that I'm makes channeling sense. a loved one. That yeah. makes sense. Well, and usually when I'm channeling a loved one, it's with mediumship. So I'm listening to them and I'm translating as opposed to them entering my body. Except when I do seances, then okay. I allow them right. to come through. But Absolutely. usually that, that makes, makes a sense. lot of energy. <laughs> it can take a lot yeah, of energy I mean, to the channel, different frequencies. So. Yeah, and we're going to get into a little bit, and Sorry, we're going to get a li- into a little bit more of that. We have to take a quick break. So you are listening to that? No, that's fine. You are listening to the Afterlife Chronicles and Beyond on the WLTKDB Network. Stay tuned. Searching for true paranormal captures, information, and education. New methods mixed with old methods of capturing this mysterious phenomenon. Well, look no further for your ghostly voices than ghostly-voices.com. Nicole Tito and Lisa Crick take you on a journey into their paranormal world and provide you with true EVP and ITC audio captures. Compelling information on debunking, some hilarious bloopers, and more. Remember, these two are veterans in the field and know how to capture the true evidence you are looking for. Ghostly-Voices.com Your paranormal stop for true audio evidence. Ghostly-Voices.com mystery, a book of one man's journey, a book of the afterlife, a book you must read. Ghost in Me by five-time award-winning author Kevin Killen is a book of one man's journey in the search of the afterlife. Read of his chilling childhood experience, his investigative journeys, and his opinions of paranormal activity. Ghost in Me by Kevin Killen, an Ozark Mountain publication. Get your copy today online or wherever books are sold. Two minutes past the hour, you are tuning in to the Afterlife Chronicles and Beyond. I'm your host, Nicole Strickland, on the WLTKDB network, WLTKDB.com. Tonight's guest is Christina Bloom. I'm happy to have her back, psychic medium, spiritual advisor, and author of several books, including her latest, Wisdom for the Age of Ascension, which she is gracious enough to be giving a free book giveaway later on in the show. And we've been talking about her books uh, before the break and a little bit about spiritual channeling. So let's get back into that. And I kind of wanted to take a little bit of a back step. So for someone that um, is interested in channeling or is channeling before that, I think it's obviously very important to, to be grounded, uh, you know, emotionally and, and physically and spiritually. So what are some techniques that uh, you recommend uh, for people uh, of all ages, I guess, to, to ground so they are kind of at a homeostasis, you know, spiritually, emotionally, and uh, physically before actually working with spirit? Right. Um, well, there's some very practical things people can do. First of all, hydrate. Uh, yeah. I mean, common sense, right? Right. <laughs> like, right now, sense. hello. Hydrate. <laughs> Um, eat, 
you know, some people, if you, I don't know, I used to eat, to do the whole uh, vegetarian high vibration all the time. And then in 2012, I was instructed to channel every week for a year. Wow. And I, I just couldn't, I mean, I couldn't live in that kind of vibration, high vibration and function in my own life. You know, there, there has to be some grounding, like you said. Um, so I would say, you know, even if you eat just a handful of pecans or walnuts or whatever before you channel, get some protein in you because that will help you to ground. Um, on the more spiritual level, I have a, a meditation that I do where I grow my I grow roots from the bottoms of my feet down into the earth. And, you know, sometimes I'll go all the way to the core and sometimes I'll go deep enough to wrap around rocks, crystals, whatever, to to ground into the earth and then connect my energy up through my crown chakra up to the universe and get those, you know, get the energy coming from both directions. Uh, that usually seems to ground me and balance me pretty well because you do want to be balanced. You don't want to be so grounded that you can't actually, actually channel, you know what I mean? Like you can get too grounded too. There's, it has to be balanced. A happy medium, so to, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Um, I actually do something very similar with, uh, you know, feelings very similar to yours where, um, and it works for me where I just feel, uh, I imagine like the, the crown chakra opening and I kind of imagine like a pure uh, white light coming down and like flooding my entire body and then going out through like the roots of my feet until it's my entire body's flooded and it works for me. And it's, I think it, a lot of it is visualization. You know, there's all oh, kinds of different, ideas. all kinds of different meditational uh, techniques, but it's so important. And I think so uh, often overlooked uh, and you teach, you teach meditation, right? In some of your classes. I do. I teach meditation in a lot of my classes, actually. And there's a, a meditation that I do with a lot of my students. It's actually free on my website if you want me to give that information. Yeah, um, absolutely. Whatever you and you have, you offer different types of meditations on your website. Maybe discuss some of those. And I guess yeah. what uh, are certain types of meditations that you offer better for certain individuals? Do you recommend certain ones for certain individuals or does it? Does I think it's more, matter. well, for certain individuals, yes, because there are some people who, no matter how hard they try, visualization just doesn't work for them. So th for those people, we would go into, yeah, you know, yeah. are you hearing, are you feeling, are you, you know, so there's different things. You're feeling warm, you're feeling heavy, you're feel, you know, whatever it is, uh, which almost sounds like hypnosis, which is very close to guided meditation anyway, but um, there's... The, the, there are six guided meditations on my website. If you go to christinabloom.com slash store, they're all for free, but, you know, we have a store link. So <laughs> all the meditations on there for free. There's one for full moon. There's one for the uh, midday sun. Uh, I'm trying to remember. There's one that's similar to what I do when I ground for doing readings or channeling or whatever. And uh, I don't remember what the other two are. That happens to me all the time. Hi, Linda. Nice to see you. Hi, Kevin, too. Hi, Kevin. Yeah, meeting your spirit guides. And I think it's um, speaking with the sages where you can, you're guided into a space where you can sit and talk to whomever it is that you want to talk to Christ or Buddha or whomever. That that's amazing. And I think it's I think it's a gracious too that you offer them to for free. Because I think it's it's I need I know for myself I need to practice meditation more and I know that when I do, I feel a lot better. Uh -huh. So I guess this is an individual thing, but I'm wondering um if there's a minimum and a maximum time that should be allotted for meditation, or is it in your opinion maybe a I guess a personal, I guess it's independent based on the person. I think it's an independent thing based on the person. It's also an independent thing based on the day, you know, because that's you, you true. Feel different, 
you feel different on different days. So maybe a different meditation would work better for you on one day than it would on another. And the other thing is that uh, I have had so many people over the years tell me they can't meditate because they expect themselves to sit in the lotus position for three hours and not move. And I'm like, that's distracting. How could you possibly, if you're not a yogi, you're not going to be able to do that. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm fortunate enough to live by the Great Lakes. So, you know, there's a lot of walking trails and parks and whatever. I tell people go for a walk. As long as you are present in the moment, you are meditating. And I see that's make it too complicated. That see that the misconceptions of meditation, a lot of people think that you have to sit there for however many minutes and just not move. And I think that that, in a way turns people off. And that's, that's not true. And then I've also heard too, that I guess this could be obviously a misconception that uh, if, if you're meditating, you have to absolutely shut off the mind. Is that true? Or can I mean, because how can someone shut off the mind? Oh, for me, that would be, that's impossible to do. I, at least I think, for my mind. <laughs> I think in my entire 20 year career doing this, I've managed to do that maybe a handful of times. I mean, it's like, you know, that is the whole idea. Let go of the monkey mind, just be in the flow. (laughs) Most of us are not going to get there on a daily basis. Let's be honest. I think the trick is, you know, and and there are some visualizations or some ideas that can go along with this, but I, I think the trick is to not grab onto the thoughts and start obsessing on them or, or to get angry because you can't shut it off because that'll just shut down your meditation just let them float by. Exactly. <laughs> you know, just let the thoughts flow. Makes by. sense. I mean, a lot of it's, and that's see some, sometimes that's my problem too, is I have a tendency to, when these thoughts come, I'll ruminate over and over and over and perseverate. And I have to tell myself almost like having a rubber band around your wrist, mm-hmm. you know, stop, stop. It's okay. Think the thought that comes through and then let it go. And sometimes right. it's hard to do that. Well, really, more especially, upset, I mean, nowadays. Yeah, and the yeah, more upset you get true. yourself, the less successful you're going to be at it. So there's no point in stressing yourself out over meditation because it, that has the absolute opposite effect of what meditation is supposed to do for you. you right, know? exactly. And even Linda Myers just asked about, and you elaborated on this a little bit, but she said, what about walking meditation? So in your opinion, I guess maybe there's different techniques because everyone meditates in different ways, but is there a certain strategy that you have for walking meditation versus maybe, you know, doing meditation in a, in a stationary like position? Well, first of all, there's different types of walking meditations. There's very formal types of walking meditations. Um, I, I've done that where I've gone to meditation groups and we've all walked slowly in a right. circle, one small step at a time. And for some people that works and for some people they fall over, like they can't even keep their balance, literally right. just lose their balance. Um, for some people just walking through the woods or walking along a beach or whatever. And, and it takes you into a place where you're peaceful and in that Zen place, mm-hmm then you've accomplished what you set out to do unless you're doing the type of meditation um, like I do when I write the books, you know, where I'm just like, okay, tell me what I need to know and let the messages come through rather than just clearing your mind because there's so right. many different kinds of meditations. You know, meditations for kids are great because if you can teach a seven-year-old to just breathe and count their breath, amazing stuff, you know, but most adults can't even count their breath because they don't think about it. You know, exactly. We're shallow breathers. We don't think about the breath work and, and how to take a deep breath and counting it, but, and, and then not just breathing in counting, but breathing out counting. Right. You know, and and breathing. Exactly. And I've done exercises like that and they're so helpful. They are. They are. Then how come I don't remember to do them every day? I know, I know. And I, you know, it, it should just, I mean, the time of day is important, but it's almost like when you get up in the morning, you know, even if it's like a minute, I think that's another misconception is that you have to spend a long time doing it and you really don't. 
I think just even a couple of minutes here and there can help. And, and uh, being out in nature, you know, some people gravitate maybe toward the beach or some people like myself. I mean, I live 10 minutes from a beach. It's beautiful, but I also like the woodlands and San Diego. We don't have much of that. So being out in nature with the running streams and all of that in the ocean, I think can be extremely, extremely helpful. Um, So I agree. uh, Oh yeah. She'd say, yeah, exactly. Love the fork. fork Absolutely. Absolutely. In four, inhale uh, for four, hold for seven, exhale for eight. It's amazing. Yeah. Yes, I've heard of that. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I've actually done the six too, but the yeah, that works better. I, I just know when I do it, and, and if I'm stressed, and even this past week, I've been a little on the anxious side, and just even taking a couple of minutes where I just concentrate on my breathing. Gosh, it just helps so much. I just need, can, like can you I said, bring I need to remember other, to do it every day. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, can I bring yeah. Up another form of meditation that, that can be really you helpful? You bet, yes. It's important. You know, most of us shower every day or at least every other day, right? So when you're, you're done with your shower, just stand under it for a minute. And as the water's washing over you, just visualize light washing through you and filling you with love, light, peace, wisdom, whatever it is that you feel that you need for the day, just call that in as it's flowing through you and washing all the gunk down the drain. Excellent. Oh, I love that. And with water too, because water can be very healing. So to do that with water is amazing. Excellent. And then the visualization of the drain, that's just so ideal. Yes. Fantastic. These are fantastic. Um, so let's move a little bit into, for, for those that may not quite understand it, spiritual ascension and, and, and what that is. Because, of course, there's many stages to it and different mm-hmm. types. So talk a little right. bit about that. And, of course, um, do you teach some of that or elaborate, obviously, on that in your classes? Uh, it depends on the class which class we're doing. Um, But for the most part, yeah, it just feeds right into it. Um, The ascension is basically what this whole planet is going through. I mean, if you think COVID-19 was about a virus, no. (laughs) No, it It was about ascension. (laughs) Thank thank you. Thank you. Yes. It's about, it was about getting people to stop and, and getting people to, take a deep breath and to focus on what was really important in their lives and to shift the way that we do things because there's so many systems that have needed to be changed. The education, um, mental health, the health system in general, yes, um, the, the financial system that we're using. And believe me, this isn't over because we have collectively not learned all the lessons. So it's going to keep coming up and coming up in different ways. But if you think about it and you have a planet with eight or 9 billion people on it and you are some sort of universal deity or what is the word I'm thinking of group that's running Mm -hmm. this planet. Right. And you have to get everybody's attention at once. What's a good way to do that? Right. Pandemic. Yep. You bet. That's (laughs) you know, it's it's funny because I've, I wrote an actual blog about this, too, where it's like I feel that it this is it, it's it's more the pandemic is symbolizing us, I guess, growing and evolving. I, I it's I can't agree more. Yeah. And that yeah, actually so. leads me into my next question of, you know, okay. with, with I think the more challenges that are going on you know, on planet earth and all of the issues that we're having, it's, it's synonymous to almost that cosmic shift that wants us to grow and, and learn. So that makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, in general, what do you think when when I say spirit world, I mean, even other realms as well, but what do you think the, the, the main message is uh, that these realms are trying to relate to us right now? Like what you just said, but yeah, right. We need to shift priorities, you know, Um, there's no reason that people can't work from home and be just as productive. You know, there's no reason that 
you know, pe people can't be kinder to each other. There's no reason that we have to be so angry all the time, you know, and there's, and I'm not saying it's been solved by any means, you know, I'm, I'm on Facebook. I know it's not solved. You know, you can see it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You know, the it's, vaxxers and the anti-vaxxers. And it's like, why are we drawing these lines? You know, these yeah. lines don't need to be drawn. And we haven't learned that yet. And we need to learn that. We need to learn it quickly. You know, it, we're burning up our planet at an outrageous speed. We need to stop doing that. And the planet had a little bit of a chance to recover when we locked down worldwide. You know? Absolutely. It, we we need to honor that. We need to be able to do that. And it seems like, you know, the, we're, we're tired of the pandemic, so it must be over, right? And we're all getting back to normal, whatever the hell that is. And normal's killing us. <laughs> normal's yeah, killing us. It, it really is. And I, you know, I beg the question of, you know, do humans, do we really deserve earth? I don't, I don't think we do, you know, not until we, we learn. And, you know, I, there's, there's always going to be the ego there, but until people can learn, I think to recognize, you know, and separate their ego from, you know, a more genuine and humble side, then I think there's going to be a problem. Some people can do that. Some people can awaken to that and say, oh my, and look at things from a bigger picture. But for those that can't, and they're stuck in this rut, and they're stuck in, in a complacent mode, it's, you know, what's going to happen, you know, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years down the line. I mean, I don't know if you've had any thoughts on that, but where do you see us as humanity going down the road because this is this is an important discussion it is a very important discussion and it's a discussion that needs to take place without fighting you know this is this is our planet we're talking about and that this is our, our world this is our home that we're talking about this is where we all live and yeah it's a very important discussion um i am seeing different sides of different things, right? So I, I am seeing that there is a greater push for renewable resources to use solar, to use wind, to use what's already being provided by nature without having to dig into the earth and destroy nature. You know, that that's going to take some transition because we not everyone can afford to go out and buy an electric car right now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Uh, it's going to take time to do that. And then what do you do with the batteries? Because the batteries are toxic too. So then, you know, it, it's a matter of getting, creating, um, you know, better technology and better batteries. And, and so that we're not destroying, saving it on one hand and destroying it on the other because it's still not working right. But we're getting there. People are working on it. Um, I, I'm seeing more people biking, camping, running, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. Our poor national parks are just taking. Oh gosh, oh. I know. Yeah, it's it's so sad, and I think to a lot of you know the people that are interested in the paranormal, whether they this could be a subconscious thing for many people, and I think it is the interest in metaphysics and um, uh, you know meditation and and uh, spiritual communication and working with crystals and. Uh, all of that, I think that that's almost like a sub, maybe in some ways both or conscious too as well, but almost that's, we know subconsciously that we need to work at getting to where we need to go. Right. And so I, I, I find it interesting that there's all more and more of an interest in, 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 you know, metaphysical studies and, and spiritual awakening and all of that nowadays. I mean, you have to think outside the box. There's definitely a parallel there. There definitely so. is. Yeah. And I, I am encouraged that, you know, I'll go to a coffee shop or even just walking through a, a store, like a big box store and listening to other people's conversations. And they're talking about metaphysics and they're talking about yeah. spirituality openly where 20 years ago, that was taboo, you know, right? you shoved in a corner and going, yeah, you just take your woo woo stuff over there and <laughs> we don't want to hear about it. And now it's, you know, it's, it's widely talked about. It's, you know, it just people walking around on the street talking to each other about it. And 
people having spiritual awakenings who maybe don't even want to have spiritual awakenings. And they're like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> you know, my, my spouse wants to watch these movies that we used to watch together and I just can't do it anymore. I can't watch the violence anymore. I can't, you know, I've, I've lost interest in sports, um, you know, that kind of stuff. And a lot of that is happening and the pandemic didn't last long enough for it to happen really well. <laughs> so, Right. So, you know, you know, maybe something else is going to come along down the way to, you know, kind of, I guess, piggyback on the on the pandemic. But, uh, you know, spiritual awakening, you know, there's a misconception in that. And I think it's all it's all uh, tulips and roses. But, you know, you may go through some of the unwanted side effects of that as well. Oh, yeah. It's you know, like, exactly. Uh, what is it? Um, anxiety and, and, you know, physical issues, insomnia, sleep disturbances, uh, have you found in, uh, and let's get, we're, let's get into a, a little bit more of the different types of classes you, cause you offer many, but, right. um, have you found that in some of your classes where people actually will openly talk about some of the unwanted side effects of, of, you know, oh, awakening that's... spiritually? Yeah. Well, when the, the pandemic started, I started a face group, Facebook group that met every week. Um, we haven't met every week for a while now because we just haven't needed to as much, but um, it's called a uh, Ascension Zoom group or something, Zoom support, Ascension support, where we talk about all the symptoms oh. that come up. And it is a Facebook group and I still post in it. We haven't had a meeting in a while, but the meetings are all free on Zoom when we do have them. Um, I just- Oh, fantastic. My fingers in pies, you know, I'm just, <laughs> I haven't been able to, <laughs> I don't have enough room left to, to be able to do it. And and that's great. I, I'm loving that. But, you know, I keep offering people to, you know, somebody can step up and take over. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, but. Right. Did, I know. Give yourself a break. Yeah, we, we did have this group going on Zoom. And again, I'm still posting in the group, you know, a few times a week. Um but it's to talk about the symptoms, you know, and there are a lot of physical symptoms that go along with it. You know, people with more stomach issues and more digestive issues and more aches and pains and more people being diagnosed with autoimmune disorders and, and all yes. this stuff because our bodies, this is the hardest part to explain, but our bodies are having trouble catching up with how quickly our spirits are ascending. Right. And this whole ascension process isn't like the um, well, what's it called? The rapture. It's not like the rapture. It's not like you reach a certain point and you just leave your body behind and float off into space. You know, that's not what it is. It's about bringing the spiritual right. and the physical together <laughs> yeah. and making it work better. And I, I, I think it's really difficult yes. that people don't understand that. You know what I mean? It's like if people understood, it's really about living your spirituality in your daily life. I, I think that we would be getting there faster if more people understood. That, that makes sense. That absolutely makes sense. And, it, you know, it's interesting how, you know, all these diagnoses, you know, you go to, uh, you know, your your. Uh, physician or maybe if you have a therapist or a psychiatrist and you know they label you as having this or that you know you have this particular disease but it, it it makes me wonder out of the percentage of people that do have a health issue or a mental issue or several how many of those how many of those symptoms are actually part of the ascension process as opposed right. to someone just has IBS or right. someone just has, you know, supraventricular tachycardia, for example, you know, it's almost like you have to think outside the box, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, definitely. Um, and, and I'm not, I'm not ever going to tell someone, if you think you're sick, if you think there's something wrong, please, by all means, seek medical attention. Oh, yes, yes. But there, absolutely. There, you know, I've had many people over the, I'm going to say probably the past 10 years at least, coming to me and say, we run all the tests. We've done everything. Everything is coming back normal. And I still feel like crap. It's got to be spiritual. It's got to be energetic. And a lot of it is because the spirit's growing. The body needs to catch up. 
and the body slower because it's solidified energy as opposed to free flowing energy. Yeah, very well said on that. Very, very well said on that. And I think uh, traditional medicine un- some doesn't understand that all the way. Some doctors are more embrace more of the metaphysical side than others, but uh, I yeah. think that traditional medicine and, and, and metaphysics and all that should almost, if they could blend, I think it would be a lot better. More and but, more hospitals uh, are actually allowing Reiki programs now. That is that is Reiki very programs. true. Yeah, you know, especially surgical hospitals where you know, or surgical mm-hmm. departments where they have people come in and volunteer in volunteers. Unfortunately, for the people who are, I mean, it's great that they're volunteering, but you know, in a volunteer basis, people can come in and do Reiki on people who have been having who've just had surgery, and they're finding out that people are healing faster. Duh. <laughs> Sorry, that but makes duh. sense. I mean, even for the pain, the pain, chronic pain sufferers mm-hmm. too. You know, all of that is going to be so helpful. Absolutely. So I'm looking at the time here. Okay, I have about ten minutes left. Let's. Uh, Kevin Mackey just said, "Yeah, for Reiki." Yeah, it's. I mean, it <laughs> definitely has. I mean, I know when I've had it, it's given me a lot of benefit. So there's a lot to be said for that. Uh, so on your website, christinabloom.com. So let's say someone yes. wants to go there and, and uh, learn about or get an idea of your classes. So in addition to meditation, what other types of classes do you offer specifically in your intuitive you program? Okay. Well, the intuitive you program is um, kind of a separate thing. It's like my flagship program. Okay. Um, the, that's, I mean, to take intuitive you level one is one to two days, full days, because right. it's, okay. it's a, I mean, okay, so this book is level one. <laughs> I love it. That's an amazing cover. Love Thank it. you. Thank you. Um, actually, one of my previous students does art readings. And she did this art reading for me, and I loved oh, wow. it. So I got her permission to be able to use it for my book cover. So um, that's fantastic. I love yeah. that intuitive yeah. view. Like that's just I love it. It's so catchy. Right, and it's well. It starts out very basic. You know, we talk about the clairs. We talk about different ways yeah. that we experience incoming information and how to sort it out. And you know, answering the question: Am I crazy? How do I know if I'm making it up? How do I, you know, we answer all those questions in level one and we learn how to manage our own energy, to hold in our energy, to spread out our energy, to connect and disconnect from other people's energy, because most of us don't even know how entwined we are. Right. In the world around us, you know. So that's where level one and then we play with toys. We just play with, you know, tarot cards and pendulums and and drums and, you know, we, we play with the toys. And level one. So um, that's available on my website. Uh, I'll probably have one coming up, I don't know, maybe in September doing a class and I'll be doing it on Zoom so anyone can participate. Uh, the other classes that oh, I great. have, I do, I do classes on um, past and other lives, uh, learning how to access those, okay, so- how to access our other lives and find out some things about that. I actually have one of those coming up um, in August and I have an Akashic Records class coming up in August where we intentionally go into our own Akashic Records to find out, you know, what, how are we doing? <laughs> we set up some goals for right. this life. That's where the information is. How are we doing? How are each of us doing individually and what can we do to help move forward from that? Um, I also teach it's a whole list. If you go to christinabloom.com slash services and scroll down, there's a list of about 20 classes. Uh, and one of the classes that I teach is for other practitioners, other holistic or metaphysical practitioners. It's a business class. How to promote yourself, how to keep track of your taxes, how to, you know, I mean, the, the practical stuff that people like us lose track of because we just don't like doing it. I'll just be honest. We don't like doing it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, but there's no, no, I know. Right. Nope. <laughs> yeah. But that's, I mean, that you're so talented and it, it's so amazing. All the information you offer and you're integrating everyday life 
aspects into these classes, which I think is so, so important. Absolutely. So, important. And then your new publishing company. Yeah. You have a brand new yeah. publishing company too. Let's, let's touch on that a little bit before the show. Oh, ends. Right. Um, that's, that's a fabulous accomplishment. Yeah, it's it's been in the works for a long time. Uh, Moonbo Publishing, I'm sorry, Moonbo Publications and Productions LLC. So, and I do have a partner in that because, boy, for one person to do all of that would be too much. So oh, I have God. a business partner, and we I contract know. with editors. Um, we have an art director who can help you create your book cover art if you need it. Um, you know, so we we've I pulled a really, really good team together and I'm very grateful that all of these people have come into my life because they are amazing. But uh, yeah, we started in November, putting it together, getting all the paperwork done, doing all of that. And then in um, we launched in November, but we actually didn't start getting authors until about January or February. And uh, we have two authors coming up for publication in the next month or so. So very, very excited about that. And uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. And what, so if someone wants to publish with your company, what types of topics are you, are you seeking? Uh, basically anything spiritual or metaphysical that is not religiously based. And that's any religion. We, we okay. don't want to get into the religious debate. So we do have, okay. we have spiritual fiction coming out. We do children's books. Um, we, we have, uh, in fact, one of the books that's coming out is a children's book. It's a Halloween themed kind of book. That's kind of fun. And, oh, um, wonderful. Yeah. yeah, we have a book coming out on, um, dealing with grief. We have a book coming out. It's a story of a oh, rescue dog. Important. Yeah. I lost you, Nicole. Oh, wow. I can't wait till those come out. And so yeah. are you there? Are I'm you there? here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm here. I don't know. She might have. Uh, are you there? I'm here. Christina? Yep, I'm here. Okay. You, I think. Okay. Yeah. Gotta love the internet, right? You can hear me now, right? I feel like that Verizon guy. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Good. Okay. Yes, I can so, hear yeah, you. So yeah, <laughs> so gotta love the internet. My gosh. So yeah. Moonbow Public. So it's, what is the title again? Moonbow. Moonbow Publications, Publications and Productions. Yeah. Moonbow Publications yeah. and Productions. And what's the uh, website link for that? For those that, that want to visit it. That would Okay, so Moonbow Publications, so M-O-O-N-B-O-W Publications.com. So there you have it. So let's do let's do a book giveaway. So let's do this. So I'm hearing myself echo. That's weird. I can't stand when that happens, but I'll pretend that I don't hear it, even though I do. So we just talked a little bit about your classes. So I guess the first person, you know, the first person that can maybe just describe maybe in a few words one of the classes that you teach it's a copy of your brand new book with uh, your son on the cover, which is amazing. So wisdom for the age of ascension. So, and what I can do, so the winner, whoever that may be, I can uh, collect your address and then, and then send it along to you. And then you can uh, send them a coffee it's, or coffee. Hello, copy. <laughs> so uh, very gracious of you to do uh, a book giveaway. Uh, very nice Absolutely. of you to do that. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. <laughs> it looks like we do have a winner here. Look, Sherry won it. Yay. Okay. Yay, Sherry. She said intuitive you psychic. And yeah, Sherry nice. LaFoon Boswell. That's amazing. So, oh, awesome. she's going to love it. So, perfect. Uh, so, we'll, uh, I'll get uh, her address and then, of course, uh, send that along to you. This hour Great. has flown by. Uh, there's so much. I mean, I have notes on here where we could have, like, gone off in different directions and we didn't. So, of course, I'd love to have you back on one day in the future. <laughs> but it's been a pleasure having you on for part two. Uh, you're a very talented, genuine person that is really offering a lot to the world. So keep Thank up you. uh, what you're doing and Thank you so much. And again, your website is christinabloom.com. Yes. So Christina with a K. So christinabloom.com. 
and then moonbowpublications.com. Thank you again for coming on. I can't wait to have you back on in the future. And then, of course, your new show debuts in September. So we look forward to that. And you can be on my show. So uh, anyways... Yeah, I would love to, right? We can like the tables yeah. counter and that'll be awesome. So lots of great things in the works, guys. So this hour has flown by. Next week, we have Lon Strickler of Phantoms and Monsters. So that'll be an interesting interview as well. I do want to thank tonight's guest, Christina Bloom, a spiritual advisor, psychic medium. Christina with the K, ChristinaBloom.com. Her publishing company, MoonbowPublications.com. Her brand new book, Wisdom for the Age of Ascension, Channeled Messages from Universal Intelligence, is out now. It's been a pleasure having her. And as always, I like to end with here at the Afterlife Chronicles, we're bridging the gap between mortality and the afterlife, one experience at a time. Good night, guys. See you next week.